Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Get Wisdom founder and director, Carl Mollison. Carl, this week, we're going to share creator's explanations of premonitions, prophecy, and COVID-19. Because here at the Get Wisdom Project, we're always neck deep in research, and we've uncovered a number of uh, interesting anecdotes over the last 10 years or so of people actually being able to you know, put into art, put into uh, rap music, put into novels, actual predictions of the current COVID-19 crisis. Quite fascinating, Carl. Well, and this is not surprising to us because we do believe in paranormal phenomena, so-called. And, of course, that is a kind of semi-pejorative word itself, paranormal. (laughs) So either it's normal or it's not to have psychic ability and uh, the confusion about it and the castigation of those who promote it and defend it and describe it and and God forbid, use it in a deliberate fashion, uh, you know, is just not well tolerated in today's polite society. And it's always been thus. And this has plagued humanity all through the ages. Some people believe in prophecy, and they'll seek out people who seem to have a prophetic vision. But many people experience these kinds of knowings premonitions, kind of a knowing in advance that something is about to happen. And it is perfectly normal. And we're going to get into why that's so and how it works, because it's fascinating. And it relates to the big picture as well. There's more to the mind and consciousness than science is willing to concede at this point. It tries constantly to stamp out anything that approaches the idea of spirituality. And that is kind of a passion. And it's a, it's a little bit of a derangement, actually, because it defies logic to dismiss valid scientific data and observations, but yet they do. Yep. And not all, but some. And, and so that's where bias creeps in. So we're going to share some things then, and I like the idea of premonitions because things go on record in advance of their occurrence, yes. and then it's kind of hard to argue it didn't happen. You know, it's not just a story; yeah. it's in print. <laughs> so, exactly, and you can go back and you can validate it yourself. It's one of the few times you can actually do that with this material, which is yes, yes, quite helpful. You ask creator, can creator briefly describe how accurate premonitions occur? Okay, well, we've got uh, two pages of a brief answer here. (laughs) This is one of the longer ones, yes. Well, it is what it is. All right, so bear with us here. This is Creator's words. I channel Creator of all it is. And Creator answers questions for me because I'm seeking truth. I'm seeking divine level truth. All right, this is what Creator says about how premonitions occur. All human beings have the potential of some intuitive capability, otherwise known as extrasensory perception or psychic ability. The ability to see the future is a built-in mechanism of the human consciousness. 
it, in fact, is always scanning slightly ahead. This has survival value as it gives humans an edge in having an inner capability to sense intuitively something threatening is about to happen. This did not come directly into conscious awareness, but alerts the subconscious level of the mind to be on guard. And this is often enough that the person will be very quickly to sense the menace as a direct sign appears to the normal senses and allow a much quicker reflex action that may, in some cases, be life-saving. There can be a deeper excursion into the future possibilities because everything that is happening in the moment is creating a future potential for it to be extended. And this is what we define as a current life future extension, meaning the projection into the future of what is likely to come next. That extends quite a ways forward because there are many short-term and long-term potentials with respect to the energies being marshaled and put to use by consciousness all around the world from the many human doings underway. People have a varying ability to tap into the future timeline that is being projected. It has a high degree of variability because there is a flow and flux of the energies that is constantly changing because it is constantly being reshaped by the actual reality of events as the current moment proceeds into the future from the perspective of the past events themselves. That future progression of the current moment, in a sense, crystallizes the prior potentials into an actual reality that goes on record at some point and becomes the predominant energy of the moment. That will, in turn, begin to modify the future projection, that future extension of the current life. Each person has a role in what is being projected. So this is a multi-component, multi-layer aggregate of consciousness that is creating a kind of template for what is to come and, in a sense, is staging a rehearsal for that eventual future. It is entirely provisional until the current moment reaches those projections and either replaces them with something more concrete and decided on or rewrites the projection to modify it in some way, perhaps even dramatically, if prior events suddenly foreclose an option that was prior to the events in question and the most likely possibility being projected. This is why psychics have such difficulty predicting the future with accuracy. It is not that they lack intuitive reach, It is that the future itself may well change between the time of the prediction and that eventual future date. It is not the fault of the psychic their prediction no longer holds. It is simply that the future prediction for some reason or a group of reasons fails to materialize because it becomes precluded by other intervening events that change the course of the future itself. We understand this is a rather complex and tortuous discussion, but it is important to the understanding of all you wish to know here that the future is actually being formed moment to moment out through time to varying degrees of certainty. This is what people tune into who have a premonition. They are seeing the potential of something happening on this future timeline that has not yet come to pass. This may be facilitated by a divine communication, often in the dream state, 
But sometimes during the waking state, in a moment of reverie or a kind of meditative contemplation that allows the subconscious to be more in the foreground, as that is the gateway to the intuitive sensing. It is not done through the conscious level of the mind, but through the deeper reaches of the consciousness. When a person senses something may happen and has a very strong feeling about it, it is very likely to be the case that the person is being impulsed by the divine realm to take notice because it may be a warning and a divine outreach is being done, possibly in answer to prior prayers for safety to give the person a heads up, danger is coming their way and to be careful in how they proceed or for some other reason. It might be something that had been requested in a prior time by that person or by someone who cares about them, wanting them to have guidance and support, healing and protection. And that may also be another reason the divine can more actively send hints about future doings, because it can be very helpful in helping people to plan and potentially forestall a calamity. Some people have a very active subconscious mind that will roam about and go looking to see what it can learn about the future. And if something ghastly is observed, that might well be taken to heart internally and cause the person to have a nightmare depicting the very scenario that was witnessed at a future point in time along this future extension of the current life. That nightmare or simply a dream about the event will often make an impression and will stick in the person's mind. That is often also a consequence of the divine realm chiming in to encourage the person to pay attention, to wonder at the seeming real feel of the dream sequence, and to ponder its potential meaning. All of this is supportive and is allowable in the rules of engagement to help people run their lives in a better way, particularly if people are praying for guidance, support, healing, and protection. Prophetic information of all kinds might be offered. Even if this is subconscious, it will have a benefit. The idea here is not to turn people into fortune tellers, but to run their affairs in a more efficient way and especially to avoid tragedy. A prophetic vision is often about something of large significance, and that is why it is noticed, taken to heart, and brought to conscious awareness. The deep subconscious cannot communicate directly with the conscious level of the mind, but it can create dream material based on what it sees and is experiencing in roaming about through various time domains. And that will often suffice to alert the conscious mind about something destined to happen. This may or may not play out as envisioned because until things actually happen in the moment, they are still provisional and there can be last minute disruptions in the projected energies to change things around and sometimes prevent an entire series of events altogether. Okay, so that's a rather... Long-winded explanation, but I hope it's cogent and understandable for folks. Yes. It gives us a sense of why this is kind of loosey-goosey. It's not tried and true and accurate and reliable and routine. It, the th- interesting thing, though, Carl, is it, it once in a while it can be rather surprising. I actually had a dream when I was employed of getting fired a year later, and that 
manifested into reality almost perfectly. I was in the exact same conference room with the same people and everything was just as the dream spelled out. But the one interesting thing about the dream when I had it was this is like something you don't want to change. And when it happens, just accept it and move on. And a year later, it happened, and I wanted to get out of there anyway. It was a good exit point. So the dream actually helped me to stay focused and calm throughout that year as things kind of unwound for me. Well, there's a good example of a dream that had a beneficial purpose behind it. Yes. Quite likely some divine inspiration to really note this, pay attention, wake up and remember this dream. Yes, and I, I did, and it was very helpful. I've had, I've had other dreams like that, but that's an example of what can happen when you're open to it. And also, well, yeah, go ahead, John. I was just going to say there are many examples in 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 human uh, culture of this sort of phenomenon. Back on 9-11, yes. there were a lot of people who didn't go to work that day in those twin towers that were attacked, kind of inexplicably. You know, not that, you know, they were typically shirking their work and so on. But just something funny happened and they just sort of felt like, well, I better stay home and I better do something else or, or what have you. And people who were to board the airliners that crashed into the buildings, those key flights, changed their minds at the last minute and didn't board. Right. They walked away and changed their plans. Now, yes, that can happen. But not in a fairly large number. I don't remember how many, but there was there was a story I read about this, and there was quite a number of people. Yeah, it was well beyond what you would expect for sure. Yes, yes. So this is this is an this is what we're talking about. Absolutely, getting a heads up about the future. Carl, you asked creator, is there a difference between premonition and prophecy? Right, and creator tells us a premonition is the sensing of a future event. It may or may not be appreciated for what it is. Many people have premonitions they discount, and many have premonitions they conclude were simply a lucky guess with no greater significance. It is when people develop faith in the premonitions they experience and begin to share them with others in particular that it becomes a prophecy, which is basically a prediction about the future. Another differentiating characteristic is that premonitions may be very detailed and explicit, or they might be simply an uneasy feeling or an anxiety that one senses is due to something unexpected about to happen, a sense of foreboding, but with no other information to help the person understand why they are having the feeling. Whereas a prophecy characteristically has a plot line, a theme, a discernible and verifiable event, usually either in a general way or perhaps a specific way if it involves specific people and circumstances affecting them as opposed to a sort of general cultural or world event of some kind. Because they are about the future, prophecies, even highly detailed ones, are no more certain to actually come about than premonitions. It is just it is easier to tell what one is sensing and referring to in describing the perception to others. A very vague general sense of something may fit a number of different circumstances and be falsely interpreted as having come true. This is less likely to happen with prophecy, but it all depends on the nature of the information, the level of detail, and so on. But there is nothing truly carved in stone about future destiny. Everything is a potential 
until it actually happens in reality. Even specific things planned prior to the life are not guaranteed to happen. They are arranged to have them come through to come about through manipulating circumstances and people who may be important as players in the particular activity to be brought into being. But there can be intervening complications and other circumstances that override the local conditions. And this often happens in human history where things like the outbreak of war or an epidemic or some other misfortune due to drought or flood or other natural disaster can completely alter the course of people's lives. You know, I just want to point out something I haven't pointed out in this show so far. But you do a better job of channeling this material than you do reading it sometimes, Carl. <laughs> it's it's interesting that, that you know, you say, I, I couldn't come up with this kind of uh, eloquence on my own. And, and yet it, you do. And that's one thing I think people should really consider when they're hearing these words. Well, I'm not sure exactly what you're saying. Well, occasionally, once in a while, you stop and you have to go back and see the context of what you're saying. You know, so you're, you're clearly reading, you're not channeling this material as we're doing this show. Yeah. But right. this material comes out mm-hmm. as you hear it, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's syntactically perfect. Yes, it's word, it's word perfect, it's letter perfect. All it needs is to have some punctuation added. And I, I certainly can't speak that way. Very, very, very few people can unless they're really focusing. Yes. And uh, so... <laughs> It is what it is. It, it is, it is it lofty. It is informed. It knows a lot more than I do. And it's it's wise in what it conveys. And it's it's helped enormously in all sorts of areas Absolutely. for us to do a better job in bringing forward things that are useful for people to know. Well, we got and one we're more getting to really here. important aspects. Well, I don't know if we can, but try it. I think so. It's short. Does the intensity of a future event actually impinge on those experiencing premonitions? All right. Creator tells us this is very, very much the case. Premonitions happen because the person is sensing something of great significance to themselves, often because of an emotional reaction to it. And this will include things like accidents, serious illness, tragedies, losses, difficult circumstances with financial stress or relationship complications and disruptions, and so on. Or a world-changing event of some kind that might affect the person indirectly, but have huge significance for many people. So this is almost always the case, that it will be an event with great meaning. And the premonition happens for that reason. There's an emotional reaction that needs one's attention and the message gets through to conscious awareness to take heed. Yeah, so this was creator putting a, a period on the I and crossing the T on this uh, this insight yep. that that really the intensity of a future event is going to spark and create a lot more premonitions on the part of people. And that's what we're exploring today with this whole COVID-19 topic. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's making the point these happen for a reason. And usually a significant reason, an important reason. Be sure to check us out at GetWisdom.com. Get our prayer book. It's very important. There's a COVID-19 prayer in there specifically for this crisis. Download it at GetWisdom.com slash prayer. And check out our Lightworker Healing Protocol. You can get more information on that with GetWisdom.com slash LHP. And we'll be back with more on this topic right after this.
become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Back to the second segment of Get Wisdom. This week, we are sharing creators' insights on premonitions and prophecy, especially regarding the current COVID-19 crisis. Uh, we have a number of examples of, of very fascinating, they're just basically premonitions is what you can so, you know, categorize them as that we're going to be sharing with you in this segment and the last segment as well. Yeah, well, they're, I would call them prophetic writings that encompass a future event and often unbeknownst to the author. And this is how the divine realm works. And we're going to learn about this. It'll, it's, it's quite interesting. Yes. We're kind of sometimes pressed into certain service without even realizing it as a conveyor of knowledge and information. And then you see it in hindsight, but there's a message there for us that's rather important. Indeed. You ask creator, why are accurate premonitions so rare? Is the rarity wholly a result of extraterrestrial manipulation of human capabilities? And creator tells us both of these things are true. Premonitions would be quite routine and daily events if people were in the state of functioning originally designed for the human being. As a divine human, you have an intuitive reach that has been tampered with by extraterrestrial manipulation. This was done very soon after the beginning of life on Earth when the human colony was discovered by the Anunnaki visiting the solar system from their own star system and they immediately decided to commandeer humans for use as slaves and altered their DNA to dim down the intuitive reach. This is like taking away all of the antennas needed for communications of radio signals and other transmissions of information so people only have a meager ability to sense things compared to their normal capability. This is most unfortunate because it makes people extremely vulnerable because they do not have their normal wits about them as a consequence. It is very much akin to being blind. It is a sixth sense we are speaking of here, the intuitive reach, and it is normally quite profound and quite useful 
because it brings in whole bodies of information at once and provides knowing in a deep sense about many, many things of interest. It is an inexhaustible storehouse of knowledge one can tap into intuitively if the capability is there and unhindered. Unfortunately, humans have a severe impairment and will get bits and pieces, and some will be quite impeded and have no perception of any kind of higher awareness. And then a very few will have seemingly amazing psychic ability, but that is still relative to the original uncorrupted state, which is still far greater. You know, there's actually a, a two-pronged approach that the interlopers have taken to this. One, they have altered our DNA, altered our biology to uh, to basically, re- you know, dampen, if not altogether, remove that capability. But it's followed up also with mind control programming to dismiss, uh, you know, incidents of prep of premonitions when they crop up, either in, within somebody else that you hear about or even within yourself. You know, there are people who will deny their own experiences. Yes. And, you know, this is being done across the board, unfortunately, and includes a number of subjects. They want to suppress any interest in spirituality in any form, including traditional religion. They want to suppress any interest in the paranormal phenomena like we're talking about. And suppress any interest in extraterrestrials and the reality that they're out and about and flitting through our skies and doing various things behind the scenes. So people are not allowed to think this. It's being suppressed in them. And there's only a few who are awake enough to actually consider such ideas without laughter and without feeling embarrassed and ashamed to even be associated because they'll be looked scans at and we're taking that risk we're sticking our next way out so we beg your indulgence we don't like having the world the way that it is believe me oh yes very much so you ask creator do the extraterrestrials experience premonitions or because that is a divine attribute and they are nearly cut off do they have to rely almost completely on time travel for knowledge of the future and creator tells us extraterrestrials, curiously enough, do not have premonitions. And it is for the reasons you state, that it is a divine level of intuitive sensing that is involved. This they have sacrificed through their own inner corruption, through the millennia they have been infested with spirit meddler attachments, dragging them down, introducing them to evil, and corrupting them from within to engage in all kinds of depravity. This has taken quite a toll and reduced their capabilities considerably. They are highly telepathic, but that is not the same thing as seeing the future. They are sensing what is happening in the moment and can read minds, for example. But they are not blessed with greater sensing beyond this in the same way as the human being. So they are more literal and in lacking a higher awareness are quite vulnerable to corruption as well because they lack a conscience and are functioning psychopaths, totally loveless and quite selfish beings. This too is a logical consequence of disconnection from the higher realm, that they are cut off from their own soul and their higher self and especially from creator and will not be able to sense their soul purpose and tune into higher meaning about things in general. 
So despite having high intelligence and intellectual capability, they are literal-minded and materialist-oriented, and this is very, very limiting. You know, I kind of suspected that this was going to be the answer, but boy, it really hits home that, uh, you know, these it's super exalted being, well, exalted in terms of advanced, in terms of technology and intellect, but that they lack, you know, the ability to have premonitions. Um, that's, that's an eye-opener. Well, and to the extent they control and manipulate our culture, they discourage humans from looking upwards, looking to the higher realms for inspiration, for guidance, and, and other forms of support and assistance. And this is what's behind the secular movement. It, yeah. it seems very benign. Well, you live and let live, you know, live by the golden rule. That's all we really need. And, you know, and it sounds okay. You know, we don't need something to have to worship and bow down, you know. So maybe that's old fashioned and illogical and let's just be nice and so on. The problem is when you don't have something higher to guide you, it's easy to get lowered and in that process not be able to get back even where you were a year ago or 10 yep. years ago. And yep. th- this is taking a toll on us and the morality of society. You know, a thought just occurred to me because a lot of people will say, well, you know, if they're so advanced and they can do time travel and travel speed of light and all this kind of stuff, what possible fascination could they have with us? And I think that's a legitimate question. But the answer is, we are constantly upstaging them in small ways that drives them crazy because they can't really understand what's going on. They don't understand how we sometimes escape their, their traps. And uh, so that, that creates a constant source of fascination as, long, as well as a constant source of frustration. Yeah, and we're, we're basically underlings from their perspective and, and we are their playthings. But they they are in earnest, and they are very much about power and control. So they like squeezing us down. They like punishing. They like causing harm. They like causing and inflicting pain. And when we escape some drastic plan of theirs, it kind of adds a little to the challenge. But they're not happy. <laughs> they're no. not happy with it. So. <laughs> Not at all. U.S. creator, source creator, a practitioner asks, The Eyes of Darkness by Dean Kuntz, written in 1981, has been making the rounds in social media. Is this a result of E.T. time travel shenanigans? If so, for what purpose? What was the inspiration for this author's description of a deadly biowarfare agent, Wuhan 400, developed at a Chinese lab? Okay, so that's almost 40 years ago. And it's, you know, it's kind of close to home right now because we're dealing <laughs> with this. Close to home, yes. Yes, this uh, epidemic started in Wuhan, China, and there is a Chinese bioweapons research facility in Wuhan. That's not the origin of this virus. It's extraterrestrial in origin, but this is an interesting kind of seeming coincidence. So this is what Creator says about this story. This was not instigated by the extraterrestrials as a kind of inside joke to put on display a description of a future calamity that turns out to be close to home, so to speak. This was a prophetic awareness intuitively by this author of the future potentiality for this pandemic to be a serious issue 
and was interwoven using those plot elements of location and the nature of what is truly a bioweapon that would emerge in the future and borrow them for his fictional story. This happens again and again because writers are, in effect, channeling the divine for inspiration of all kinds. So this allows many opportunities for divine wisdom to be imparted. And this may include prophetic descriptions of things to put them within the pool of human consciousness. And this as well can allow shared concepts and ideas to percolate and become a potential focus for human yearnings, requesting help for humanity in various ways, or to simply provide clues of future doings of the interlopers. So humans may awaken to the possibility of such manipulations of their world in seeing inexplicably how an author has an uncanny description of something that was put on paper well before the actual events themselves that came true in some regard. There are many examples through history. For example, the book about an unsinkable ship named the Titanic published long before the actual Titanic disaster being a sizable tragedy that is still talked about today. That was also an extraterrestrial arranged catastrophe to simply diminish human progress by pulling the rug out from under what was felt to be a landmark achievement in shipbuilding technology. You know, I kind of like to point out that you know, people say, well, it wasn't completely accurate. Well, of course not. There's, this is inspiration. The information that comes through, we're not aware that it's actually prophetic material. The writer is not. And the writer has free will to exercise creative license. Maybe the writer wasn't interested in an idea that involved extraterrestrials making a virus and instead assumed from the beginning with his plot line that it was humans that would manufacture the virus. He has a free will to do that. And so, therefore, he may not have been receptive to the idea of it being of alien origin, and that's how the story got written. But nevertheless, the divine realm still managed to squeeze in some important artifacts to bring people's attention to something truly outside the norm. Yes, indeed. And, of course, a prophecy depends on the future potential at the time of the generation of the prophecy. And that could change. It could shift a bit. So, it is accurate in the sense that no one today is thinking of this as an extraterrestrial bio-warfare attack on humanity. <laughs> that is right. escaping notice by the mainstream. So it's not part of human uh, consciousness uh, as yet. Right. That could change in the future. Indeed. U.S. creator, in 2013, the hip-hop artist Dr. Creep wrote a song, Pandemic, with the line, 2020 Coronavirus Body Stacking. <laughs> With a name like Dr. Creep, this individual will be inclined to create a creepy song about a pandemic. Yet he managed to create something that actually turns out to be prophetic. Was there a karmic reason for this artist's interest in things creepy? And did the divine play any role in utilizing this proclivity to bring forward an accurate prophecy? And Creator says both things are true here. This artist had a very difficult series of past lifetimes dealing with difficult times and events that were orchestrated by the darkness and suffered greatly as a consequence. Those of an artistic inclination will use such inner awareness and the emotions to project into their art in one way or another. This is such an instance where this artist was being impulsed to write these words 
as part of his composition because it represented a prophetic description of the future. When such things are done, it creates new information that enters human consciousness, and that is the purpose, because that is often a source of wisdom, prophecy, and premonitions as well. The tuning into the collective unconscious, which includes future eventualities as well as present and past events as they are unfolding in parallel. These are a kind of divine clue to remind people of the truth of the divine. Not everyone will get the message, but some people will, and that more than justifies the exercise. Okay, we got one more here, Carl. I think we can squeeze it in. U.S. creator, a Star Trek novel titled Corona contains this plot. Corona is a star. Parts of it, meteorites, actually hit the Earth unleashing the virus. The protostar will restart the entire universe, not only the Earth. Was this a premonition that actually foresees the restarting of the universe, as the ascension of human will indeed create a kind of new beginning for the entire universe? All right, and Creator tells us this is an accurate perception of the reason for an existence of this plot line. It is prophetic and does relate to the current state of affairs with the extraterrestrial alliance threatening humanity with a viral pandemic of coronavirus. There is much greater significance here than people would imagine. The divine human was created to be the prototype of a brand new initiative to create extensions of creator to serve as roving ambassadors for the light, to help many worlds in many new ways, to expand the possibilities within the universe for greater independence of aspects of creator and thereby multiply creator's capability exponentially. This exalted role for humans can only happen with greater healing of humanity than has been possible heretofore. There needs to be an awakening and an appreciation of this potential and what is at stake, and in particular, the nature of the opposition working against you. So this is an example of the divine realm using a creative writer to impulse a plot line that parallels the current events. Again, to introduce these ideas within human consciousness that dealing with evil is important and has a tremendous impact on future outcome. Life should not be taken for granted. It is important to think about the big picture and about your destiny. That is what is being depicted here in the plot of this work of fiction. It is an allegory for the sequence of events currently unfolding in reality. Well, yeah, creator is laying out on the line saying, you know, tackling the problem of evil is, is of utter importance. Absolutely. And it's why we were created in the first place. So we're in the right place at the right time. We're on the front lines battling evil every day, each and every one of us, whether we know it consciously or not. It's why you came down, folks. Yes. <laughs> it's just it's just so interesting to find, you know, the parallels that we're learning about and get wisdom with creative content that's out there and stuff that you would look at and think, this, you know, boy, this is a stretch. Suddenly isn't a stretch all of a sudden. <laughs> well, I think this, this current dilemma is potentially going to bring into focus for people that we're not crazy, that, that, that yeah. there is evil and there are difficulties that we don't understand very well. And there is a broader theme and a deeper explanation. Indeed. That's, we're that's not been crazy, our message we're all along. Yes. <laughs> we're not crazy, but we're out of time in this segment. So we'll be right back right after this.
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back for the final segment of Get Wisdom. We are talking about premonitions and prophecy, especially as they relate to the coronavirus situation that we're all facing. Carl, you asked creator, Stephen King wrote the miniseries The Stand, a story about a pandemic that wipes out all but a remnant of humanity, with that remnant being responsible for standing up to evil nonviolently and removing it from the earth. Was Stephen King foreseeing both the coronavirus pandemic and the subsequent removal of evil through nonviolent healing of the perpetrators? In the miniseries, it was one of their own that destroyed them with a nuclear device, which is not foreseeing healing per se, but karma in action perhaps? Right, and Creator tells us, this is a prophetic tale to be sure that does fit the current events of the day. In a sense, it is a time-honored plot of adversity being overcome by a heroic figure, often someone challenged by an inner flaw of some kind, making them a mere mortal, and then must wrestle with their own weakness to triumph in the end. Or perhaps there is a protagonist who is a representation of a corrupted individual who is greatness within, but a fatal flaw that undermines and destroys them in the end. In this case, the plot fits quite closely what humanity is going through at the hands of the extraterrestrial alliance, that those in power are flawed and humans are in peril because of it and need to break free. When those in power are challenged, this provides a potential opportunity for humanity to triumph if the powerful fight among themselves and this ends up hindering their enterprise to the benefit of humanity. And that could well happen. Well, I think the words that stand out that could be bolded and underlined and <laughs> italicized is, and that could well happen at the end. Creator's giving a huge hint here. Well, we'll find out. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you know, the, the, the stand was like a six hour miniseries that aired back in the early nineties. Um, and it's, 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 it's funny how something that went on for six hours, that creator is able to encapsulate it in like a paragraph. It's, amazing. it's just incredible, <laughs> but it, but it's, it's really, really thought provoking. I do have recommend that people, if they have the time and if you're sitting at home doing nothing, you know, I think there's a copy on YouTube of, of the stand. You could actually watch it. Carl, you asked creator, we have heard that the current Anunnaki leadership are faced with a very evil and very formidable challenger. Was Stephen King perhaps foreseeing their self-imposed destruction by one of their own with his nuclear depiction of the end of evil on Earth in the series The Stand? All right, and creator tells us, in a general sense, this is true. And he was divinely inspired to embrace this theme because it was timely. It is not truly original because this kind of hierarchical dominance that is challenged again and again by pretenders to the throne, so to speak, has happened all through history. The Anunnaki and the other extraterrestrials live through power and force, and that is how they run their worlds. There are currently rumblings within the Alliance and within the Anunnaki realm itself in the corridors of power. And this does work to the advantage of humanity when the extraterrestrials themselves are distracted and potentially depleted by dissension in the ranks. So time will tell to what extent this is of significance for human progress or largely irrelevant to the fate of humanity. Yeah, so that that story, of course, has not yet been written, Carl. We're writing it as we speak collectively. Yep. Uh, real quick, in, the, in that miniseries, the, the whole thing came to an end when a very interesting and very corrupted character called the trash can man who was a pyromaniac and just loved flames and fire was actually apologizing as he was driving a cart with a nuclear bomb on saying i can't help myself i can't help myself and then he blew everybody up with it you know so it it kind of dovetails in with the you know with what creator said in the previous channeling about you know people you know how perhaps all the karma can be used to uh, create a, a, a problem, a solution out of a seeming problem, you know, that uh, is perhaps surprising and not foreseen easily. Well, we know courtesy of karma, evil is always rewarded with a kind of a demand for payback, for repayment and a rebalancing of things. If you live long enough, and it might be in a future lifetime when the retribution happens, but it will eventually. And this is the lesson that all need to learn, especially our perpetrators. Yes. Because they haven't learned it yet. They're still doing their evil stuff. Yep. Carl, you asked creator, Sylvia Brown wrote a book in 2008, End of Days, Predictions and Prophecies about the End of the World. And where she made a prediction about an illness that will spread throughout the globe that very much resembles the coronavirus. In around 2020, a severe pneumonia-like illness will spread. This is okay. This is Sylvia Brown's words. I just want to make a nice uh, demarcation here. Sylvia Brown says, "In around 2020, a severe pneumonia-like illness will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and the bronchial tubes and resisting all known treatments." Well, boy, there's a there's a hit for you. Almost all baffling almost more baffling than the illness itself will be the fact that it will suddenly vanish as quickly as it arrived attack again 10 years later and then disappear completely so we're waiting for that part <laughs> can creator comment on her vision was she foreseeing the coronavirus and if so 
What can we learn from her prediction? Creator tells us she was indeed seeing the coronavirus pandemic many years prior to the event itself. The future projection at that time was for it to have a grave impact. That is undeniably true, whether it reaches anywhere near the prior record for pandemic destruction of human life or not. Any event causing multiple deaths of humans is a tragedy, and especially so when it is a deliberate incursion to cause harm as an act of evil. Her perception of this not yielding to treatment was an intuitive impression based on seeing a large mortality, more so than having a true knowing it would be refractory to any kind of therapy. As you know, the viral diseases as a whole are poorly managed, but there are some strategies to mitigate the damage that can be a useful adjunct. So things are getting better bit by bit, and that is proving to be the case with the coronavirus. Her seeing its disappearance was, in fact, the premonition that there would be a sufficient shift in consciousness for a human reaction to mitigate the damage and prevent it from moving beyond a certain level of destructive force through a divine intervention, because that was the future potential, and that potential is in play now. So time will tell how you do in overcoming the pandemic and having a return to normalcy. The prediction of a long span prior to the reemergence is likely to be inaccurate in the sense that the future potentials are for this to wax and wane repeatedly in waves that will be much closer together as hotspots emerge where victims are identified and then the scourge has spread to others requiring a quarantine to contain things and then this will bring things back to normal for a while but other outbreaks will happen and this will continue into the future. Those are the current potentials, which is certainly better than a global catastrophe affecting potentially people in the millions and billions. So overall, we would give her prediction high marks as prophecy that is useful and accurate. Oh, that's interesting. That uh, And these are words that came from Crater very, very recently. You just channeled this a few days ago. Um, you know, we were hoping for a complete resolution. And when the prophecy said that the thing would be gone, well, of course, she even said it would come back in 10 years. That doesn't mean it's completely gone. And, you know, people, there's putting a lot of hope in a lot of treatments. And Creator talks about some of these, you know, talks about treatments that can help to mitigate. But they're putting a lot of faith in, was this uh, hydrochloroquine or something, you know? Um, that is one agent yeah. that has promise. Yeah. As, as, a, as a therapy, as an antiviral that has activity. So it can right. blunt the, the worst of the, uh, the illness, and uh, it's looking promising at least. Right. But that, you know, it, the creator is also projecting that, you know, this is going to continue to be a problem, at least for the near term anyway, going to come, come back and forth in waves. Well, I think here's, it's just un- here's, here's the thing. It's not a natural phenomenon. Right. It's being seeded deliberately. By humans working as minions for this extraterrestrial alliance. So all bets are off. Right. And a new wave could be a new seeding. It's not that's right. That, yeah. That's exactly. right. It's not necessarily something that got skipped over and was right. and, unappreciated and, that kind of limped along from person to person with minor or no symptoms. And then eventually it hits some vulnerable folks and then gets noticed. This could be entirely orchestrated in from here on out each and every time. Sure, sure. And that would mean, um, 
it was something we have to, to continue to work on because there's free will of the interlopers in action too. So, U.S. Creator, are the global prayers as well as the Lightwork Healing Protocol sessions of all practitioners heading to this timeline where the coronavirus can suddenly vanish? All right, and Creator tells us both are having an impact to lessen the number of victims as well as to improve outcomes, to lessen the severity and save lives that otherwise would be lost. Prayer is underrated, especially mass prayer, where many humans come together in unison wanting something to happen. It need not be a simultaneous exercise, but simply that many people individually are reaching out to the divine realm for assistance and the betterment of humanity, and that aggregate effort can be pulled together to reach levels of intention through this combination to make many miraculous things happen. If all humans were to pray for the virus to disappear through removal by divine realm, we would simply do it, and that would be that. So while many people are praying, it is still too few to wipe out this pandemic entirely in one fell swoop. So time will tell how many can be recruited to join the effort. There is an ongoing outreach by your channel to reach a wider and wider audience with the divine message of possibility and inspire many who have not engaged in prayer for a long time to return to the practice and encourage others who are not religious to become open to the idea of spirituality and work towards establishing a partnership with the divine for the first time. This would be a tremendous blessing, and with sufficient numbers, will guarantee human survival, and that humans will flourish, and that even the potential for this scourge to reoccur again and again as an ongoing drag on the economy, human quality of life, and causing untold suffering and losses of loved ones can be trimmed back and negated altogether. This is up to humans to see to. We cannot do it for you. But we will respond to each and every request you make. You have been given the tools and how to pray with much greater power than ever before and how to request healing through the Lightworker Healing Protocol with greater power than ever before. But it is up to you to take action and use those tools to best advantage. We are cheering for you to awaken and embrace the task at hand. And if you meet it head on, you will win the day. Carl, I want to share something that happened to me just yesterday. You know, I took delivery of two uh, motorcycle type vehicles or three wheel trikes, but that's not important from my brother and sister who are moving here to Chicago. And I, I met the driver and the driver was wearing a mask. And um, at the end, when we were you know, getting ready to say goodbye, he shared with me that he was very, very concerned about the virus. And I said, are you a religious man? very seriously, and it kind of took him back by surprise. He didn't expect that question, but he said, well, I do believe in God, but I have an issue with a lot of hypocrites out there, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, the thing about prayer is that God doesn't need prayer to inform him what we need. He needs our permission. And he says, I, I think that's right. And I said, you know, gave him a quick prayer that he should say when he's driving in his truck on long hours on the road. And his enthusiastic goodbye really took me back. He like wished me health and happiness and, you know, that, that I have all my dreams would come true and all this stuff. And I think Creator was tapping both of us on the shoulder saying, hey, share something with him. And he was getting the message, listen intently to this. Yes, beautiful story. And we can share those tools with you at GetWisdom.com. 
yes. get our prayer book download and our download on the Lightworker Healing Protocol. Absolutely. You can get the downloads for the prayer book at getwisdom.com slash prayer, the Lightworker Healing Protocol at getwisdom.com slash LHP. And once again, we are out of time, Carl. Thanks so much, everybody. Be well. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 